Well, that guy put on a, a dance performance last night. If you were into dancing, you, you got to appreciate what Usher brings. Jamie Nye joins me now, danced into the, sashayed into the studio. <laughs> Did you, uh, I'm going to start with the halftime. Did you like Usher? It was, uh, it was okay. It, Whoa. The, the, that it is was, not a glowing endorsement. It, it, out of 10. It started a little slow and it was of like, 10. okay, out of 10? Yeah. Like is well, Prince is 10 out of 10. So that's like everybody else's, well, Lady Gaga might've been a seven or eight. And then everybody else is five or less. So really? it would be Prince's by far. And I, I look at, they played 14 songs. You look at the set list last night, 14 songs. And it was like, okay, well, it was like just mashed together. Yeah. yeah. Like, okay, just settle on one. They should have, when, when, um, little John came out, yeah. I was like, here we go. Like, yeah, this, this is the song. This, this is, is what I was expecting. Yeah. To my, see. my son and I texted each other. You're about to learn something that you probably would have never guessed about Evan Bray, but I'm a big ludicrous fan. Big. Well, you'll like the announcement today for the uh, Queen City X. Luda. Yeah. Evan, yes. Yeah. Okay. Ludacris so going to be anyway, right as soon as, here in Saskatchewan. As soon so. as he came on, my son and I texted each other, Luda. Anyway, I thought Alicia Keys was good, but it was pretty slow. Like a lot of the earlier songs that he did in his set. Yeah. They were like slow, like Usher love songs. Yeah, I know. So, I'm like, I'm. This is the Super Bowl. I, this isn't putting me in the mood for football. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but then it started. Then yeah, it went going. It was yeah. like the game. Slow start, great finish. Let's talk for about the halftime show. So a big win for the Chiefs. They're all, you know, the, the, the dynasty words getting thrown away. Can you, can we do that? Oh, it's dynasty. Absolutely. Dynasty three and five years. Three and five years. Yeah. Four Super Bowl appearances in those five years too, yeah. with another AFC championship game. That was in there. Like, yeah. they're uh, they're a good team. People are already saying they've, they're the odds-on favorite to win next year. They're already saying that. Well, they are. Uh, the bookies have San Francisco uh, early as the Super Bowl favorite. I don't know why you'd ever bet against Patrick Mahomes ever again. <laughs> He's like Tom Brady. Yeah, it got to the point where don't bet against Brady. It's don't bet against. Patrick Mahomes. You know, during the overtime, when they Purdy and the crew were making the drive down the field, mm-hmm. they flashed to Mahomes. You probably saw that a couple times. He was smiling. Like, he was not, he did not look stressed on the bench. Yeah, he knew he was getting the he ball back. He knew he was getting the ball, and he was, I felt like he was showing that he was confident no matter what they did, they could do better. Yep. And they Okay, did. they're going to go down. Maybe they score a touchdown. We'll go down, score a touchdown, and maybe get a two-point conversion in the game anyway. So, yeah. Whatever. And when they got clo- like when they got it within striking distance, there, I said to, to my wife, I said, "This is over. Like, there's no way they're not putting it in the end zone with the talent they have, even with the de- the defense that the 49ers had, which was, I think, strong last night." Yes, uh, San Francisco 49ers and the ch- the Chiefs defense. Uh, Steve Spagnola, the defensive coordinator. Well, these are two veteran guys, like Steve Wilkes in San Francisco, Spagnola in uh, Kansas City, have been around for a long time right. as defensive masterminds in the NFL. Uh, They moved to head coaching roles, didn't work out as head coach, but defensive coordinator, they know what they're doing. And both of them did very well, except one guy had to go up against Andy (laughs) Reid. And Andy (laughs) Reid knows what he's doing to draw plays in uh, in uh, crunch time, and it happened last night on that game-winning play. He just out-fooled the 49ers' preparation. That's the only time we got emotion out of Andy Reid is when they won including when Kelsey came over and freaked out at him. What did you make of that uh, little interaction, Jamie? I felt so bad for Andy Reid because (laughs) Travis Kelsey's an intense guy. We know this. 
and he was upset. He wasn't getting the ball, and he was getting benched. And you noticed as the game was going on, I'm like, where is Travis Kelsey lined up on this play to see if he was going to get the ball? And there's a lot of times it's like he's not even out there. Yeah. So that was part of the game plan, maybe to keep him fresh because yeah. at late in the game when he had that big play to set up the tying field goal, he yeah. it was the fastest he has ran in six years in yeah. the NFL. Yeah, six so, was it sixteen yards or something like it, that? It, yeah. it was. It was like that's the speed he was almost at twenty miles per an hour. That's a that's a fast man. A yeah. fast for big a big man. for a big. So he goes yeah. over. He's mad. He's emotional. Now people are like, "Oh, red flag for Taylor Swift! Look out! Look at this abuse man abusing an elder." I'm yeah. like, he. Abusing he, an elder. He bumped Andy Reid a bit, and Andy even joked about it after the game. He caught me off guard and off balance. Yeah, I thought he woke him up, actually. He looked like he was startled by him more oh, than anything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, Travis Kelsey's an intense guy, and it's that relationship. I think we see this in just any relationship. Sometimes the closer you are to a person, you're more prone to show your weaknesses and your flaws a little bit and, and maybe blow – be comfortable blowing up around people sure. yeah. uh, that you know and respect and because they know it's not coming from a place of hate or anger. It's just yep. intense. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. That's, that's the, that's the sport. That's the, the nature of the emotions that come with it. You know, we talked a bit about uh Purdy. I mean, this kid is, he's cool in there. He didn't look like a 24 year old. I thought he looked solid. They were throwing route. They were having him throw passes mm-hmm. and routes that were successful in terms of you Again, know, completions. I, th- I, was, I think Kyle Shanahan should have given Purdy more rope a little bit it well, looked like he was in fourth there to, and three and they went for it there missed that missed the point after but they went for it yeah and, and and that that's where but just throughout the game it was like oh he's a game manager right he's doing this where yeah. we've seen him in the nfc championship game in the nfc divisional game take off and run a little do a little bit more of what we saw from patrick mahomes right. in overtime a few times we saw that from brock purdy uh, but continue running the ball again like yeah. kyle shanahan did that when he was in Atlanta, when they were up 28-3 to as the offensive coordinator in the Super Bowl, he stopped running the ball, right. and it was like, you have Christian McCaffrey. He's your MVP tonight. Use Just him. feed the man, and yeah. then the, they didn't really do that in big parts of the second half. Before we move away from the Super Bowl, I, I mentioned and I asked you, did, have you watched any of the commercials? Did you see the BMW Christopher Walken commercial? You didn't get a chance to see I the saw, whole thing. I saw Christopher Walken. I saw the last line of the commercial, and I went, Oh, I wish I would have saw that. Yeah, well, here's the first bit of it. That's right. It's the real deal. 100%. Electric. It's the real deal. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Of course. Enjoy your coffee. Careful, it's hot. Okay, thanks. Your dog's so cute. Mm, yeah. Ooh, so adorable. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Everybody everybody he inter- interacts with encounters <laughs> doing a Christopher Walken accent. Have you got Christopher Walken? Uh, I do not. That okay. is one thing I cannot pull <laughs> okay. off. There's okay. well, no I way. I won't ask you to. Anyway, I thought that was a good commercial. Do you have clever... a Christopher no, Walken not really. impression? Okay. No, not really. I just, you know, I just like good impressions, and I think that was, that was good. <laughs> all right, before I let you go, a couple of things. Uh, well, first of all, Nick Taylor won a Canadian won a pretty big uh, golf event over the weekend. You'd never know because it got overshadowed by the Super Bowl. It was during the Super Bowl. That yeah. was my first tweet during the Super Bowl. I, I actually, actually, was the Nick Taylor has won the Waste Management Open yeah. in a playoff round. Everything was delayed because of 
a weather and a little bit of a gong show that mm-hmm. they actually closed the gates and stopped selling booze on Saturday. You know, it was bad at, at the, the waste oh, management if goodness. they stopped selling booze, but that's the second thing he wanted to play off for the Canadian Open last yes, he year. Did. And, and, but uh, there's a lot of Canadians down there and they're starting to sing Oh Canada after he won <laughs> uh, with all those Canadians around the uh, playoff. Yeah. Hole. That was pretty a pretty cool thing. His fourth PGA Tour win puts him 26th in the official world golf ranking. So he's the next up-and-comer, maybe. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll see him good. at the Masters. Uh, riders. So mm-hmm. big day tomorrow, I think 11 o'clock or something tomorrow. 11 a.m. Saskatchewan time is the opening of CFL Free Agency officially. There are some players who haven't had that reports of agreed to terms, but for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, uh, we are expecting a lot of uh, reinforcements for the riders to uh, help Corey Mason his first year as head coach. The biggest name is A.J. Olette, the running back out of the Toronto Argonauts uh, with the uh, Thor hammer with right. him looking like Thor and right. everything else. And Jamarcus Hardrick from the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, a great offensive lineman as well, expected to uh, sign tomorrow uh, with the Rough Riders. So, Do, do we know gonna what's going to happen one. with Jake? Jake Dolig, yeah. that's, a, that's a good question because Calgary got Matthew Shields or agreed to terms with Matthew Shields. Uh, things are starting to dry up for Jake Dolagala, so that'll be an interesting one to see where he ends up because he has changed agents. He was had a more NFL-focused agent. He switched to a more CFL-focused agent who's based north of the border, so clearly his intention is to stay in the CFL uh, rather than look at UFL or right. something like that. So. Uh, we'll see where he lands, but the jobs are starting to be taken at the quarterback spot for one, two, anyways. Before I let you go, Jamie Nye in the green zone, uh, we'll be covering all of this and more this afternoon, starting at two. Uh, the Morgan Riley situation. Oh. I'm curious to hear your thoughts on that. Can you suspend a coach for being an idiot? <laughs> you don't like what his coach had to say? I thought that was an appropriate, I thought the reaction was appropriate. <laughs> so you're endorsing people, cross-checking people into the head. Like, I get, I understand what Morgan Riley was upset about. Absolutely, yeah. I understand yeah. that. Chop him on the shin pads or and get him to drop the gloves in the boards yeah, or whatever. A cross-check yeah. to the head. Well, yeah. now it's not appropriate because you're going to miss upwards of five games. It's an in-person hearing, and now you're going to cost your team because you're one of the main power play guys yeah. of the Toronto Maple Leafs. So yeah. Just yeah. Uh, a little too high. A little too high with the stick. Yeah. I think give him a... Cross the waist if you want or whatever. I I mean, I I feel like if that were my team, I don't even want to talk about my team. They lost to Calgary. But at the end of the day, <laughs> I would be mad to see something like that. And so I'm not surprised the player's frustrated. I'm not, I'm not surprised about that much. they're a little upset about a slap shot into an empty net. But yeah, um, yeah this has been good. Not I feel like I could join the green zone. I feel like I could get into this sport. Well, yeah, we got but... the. Uh, are you ready for the uh, stadium series? You got the uh, Islanders and yeah. The, uh... I I just bought the jersey. Yeah. I bought the new jersey. Really? Yes. I should have. I should have brought it in to show you. You'd be pretty. You'd love you're it. wearing it on uh, for the stadium series. Well, then, I'm not you know. going there, but I'll wear it while I watch okay. it. Yeah. Maybe a word in studio. Okay. Just for you. Can't, Friday. We'll Jamie Nye. Jersey Fridays. <laughs> in the green zone. <laughs> Thanks for coming in, <laughs> Jamie. No problem, You're listening to 980 CJME and 650 CKOM. Well, good afternoon. Thanks so much for tuning in and joining me today. I'm Evan Bray. We've had a full day. We've had a full slate of guests, starting with Rob Banstone, just after 8.30 this morning. Monday morning coffee guest with Rob. I always enjoy having someone stop by just as a bit of a leisurely way to Start into the work week and talked about a few things, including his new book, Brave Face, which if you haven't got a copy of it, you can buy it at a bookstore. Uh, great book basically is taking a look at 
hockey goaltenders in the era before masks. So there's some, some good stories in there and then just talked about how things evolved there. Then we got into the discussion about whether or not we should be banning cell phones from school classrooms. And boy, the text line, the phone line took off. People weighing in, providing information, providing their opinion. I would say overwhelmingly, most people saying, absolutely, this is the right thing to do. I couldn't agree with them more. I think banning cell phones in classrooms during class time. So again, kids can have their phones before and after school. They can have it at lunch. They can have it at recess. During class time, phones are off, either in their locker or maybe they're stored in a pocket at the front of the room, and their full attention is on the teacher. Greg and Regina texted in, said, we had to take away a young worker's cell phone while working on the highway a couple of years ago. He was supposed to direct traffic around us, but was looking on his phone so much, we started getting some close calls. We took his phone away. He wasn't happy. And then he directed traffic safely around us so we could finish our job and all go home with two arms and two legs. Cell phones turn people into zombies. Colleen in Buena Vista uh, texted in as well and said, ask yourself, would you be okay with a doctor midway in surgery stopping to check his or her phone? Would you be okay with a haircut midway? Your stylist answers a text. Well, we can't use them while operating a vehicle. Basically, she's making the point that this is something that we should not only extend into classrooms, but it's a greater societal conversation around uh, kind of that discipline that goes with cell phones. So, I mean, all in all, lots of people agreed that this is a time to take a serious look at it. And we heard from lots of people that classes, lots of different schools and even specific classrooms have taken the step to eliminate cell phones. They've done it with consensus with the kids and with the parents, which I think is a, an extremely healthy way to do this. So appreciate everyone weighing in on that. Well, just as soon as we wrap up one, we're planning for another. Tomorrow, we're back to do this all over again. And we're going to dig into, I gave a little bit of a rant today on this Bill C-2, or sorry, Bill C-372. This is NDP MP Charlie Angus, who has basically proposed a bill seeking to criminalize the promotion of fossil fuels and prescribe jail time for Canadians who don't abide the law. And this is, by the way, even if you're saying things that are scientifically true, like natural gas burns cleaner than burning oil, it's still a promotion of oil and gas, and that's against the rule. If Charlie gets his way, throw the handcuffs on yourself, you're going to jail. Andrew Scheer, I'm guessing, thinks this is stupid. I'm guessing. He hasn't actually told me, but he's agreed to come on the show and talk about it. So tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock, Conservative MP Andrew Scheer will join me and we'll talk a bit about this and a few other things going on in Canadian politics as well. Also, Supreme Court upheld Ottawa's Indigenous Child Welfare Act. Former Chief of Cows' First Nation, Cadmus DeLorme, will join me for a discussion there. And our regular check-in with the Saskatoon Police Chief, Interim Chief Dave Hay. That and a whole lot more tomorrow morning, starting at 836, right here on 980 CJME and 650 CKOM.